The Cambridge Dictionary defines the verb grace as being in a place and making it look more attractive. Well, that's the thing about parenthood. Sometimes it's the last thing you think when you hear that word. But to us, for something to be beautiful, I mean truly beautiful, it has to be imperfectly perfect. There is no right way to be a parent. There is only doing it to the best of your ability. And that is what we define as growing with grace. Welcome to our podcast. Episode nine. We're going to talk about food and how we go shopping and what we prepare and different kinds of meals. Specifically in this episode, this is more of Tyla's forte than it is mine, but we are so excited to have nine episodes working on the ninth episode. So, Hey guys, it's Tyla. I'm just here to remind you to check out our website, growingwithgracepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at growingwithgracepodcast. We are live on all major platforms. so You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts from. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. If you have ideas for an episode or questions, you can send us an email to growingwithgracepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I want to start by apologizing to listeners today. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. I'm a little nasally. I have a little bit, um, I have a little bit of a cold, so we're just going to keep going through it. And again, sorry for the sounding of my voice, <laughs> but let's start with the grocery shopping because foods that's where food starts with us ty do you make lists and do you shop once a week how does grocery shopping look for you and your family so i like to keep a running list on my fridge so i have a whiteboard that we just use an expo marker and as things get low i'll put them up there and that's how i kind of do my grocery list i used to use this app called google keep and it was on your phone and it'd be almost like a checklist Mm -hmm. i was gonna ask yeah I was going to ask that because I, I, I've used Google keep before and, um, you seem like a super tech savvy family. So I'm, I'm curious to see why you were asked why you switched from Google keep to the Uh, whiteboard. It it was really, we, we used it a couple of years ago before we had Jeffrey and it worked for a while. And then for some reason we just stopped using it. I'm not even really sure why, but so now I'll, I'll usually, once my whiteboard gets full or if not really full, but once we're really running low on stuff, I'll then make a paper list and head to Mm -hmm. the store. And usually I do shop more than once a week just because of produce and fruits and veggies and things like that. I I tend to find if you try Mm -hmm. to buy everything up front in the beginning of the week, they don't tend to keep as long. Mm -hmm. So how often are you shopping throughout the week? Would you say? Probably twice a week, usually no more than that. And I, yeah. And is it like Monday, Friday or like a couple days apart? Um, so I try to avoid the grocery stores on the weekend just because mm, same. they're totally crazy. Same. And that's some, a habit that I picked up during the pandemic. So now that I work from home and I no longer have a commute, that time that I would have spent driving to and from work, I can now go do something like run to the grocery store really quick and pick up a few things. And it's so much easier to do it during the week than it is on the weekend because that's when most people have their time off and they're out shopping. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever been to a Trader Joe's or a Costco on a Saturday mid-morning, you probably want to never do that again. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting because so you, when you shop for your family, you like your typical week doesn't include 
I mean, it's kind of a big difference between my house and your house. So every Friday we host friends, um, the wrestles, and then sometimes we'll have my sister over or Anne Marie and her boyfriend. But it's interesting because I, I have to shop twice a week and I have to shop because every Friday I have, we typically prepare food. Sometimes we'll get takeout, but for the most part, I like to have things on hand for entertaining. So I typically have to do shopping twice a week as well, but I'm doing it more for the purpose of I'm shopping for stuff for Friday. I'll usually do a Thursday shop um, or Friday morning for Friday afternoon and have to get things that are not so much like staple items, but more party staple items, I guess, like charcuterie stuff or recipes. Correct. Correct. Whatever we've decided to make that week. Um, So it's interesting that you do shopping twice a week, but it's more for quantity, right? Because you're saying that the food might go bad. So you're doing it to replenish things like what, like meats and fruits and vegetables, or do you stock up on meat? I try to stock up on meats uh, when they have like a sale or something like that. Sometimes I'll go to the store and if you go towards the end of the day to the grocery store, sometimes in the meat department, they'll have meat that is set to sell by like the following day. So they'll usually mark that down and it'll go on sale and it's perfectly fine. If you buy that and then pop it in the freezer, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. So I try to, I try to buy meats when they're Mm -hmm. on sale or shop sales and stock up on those. We do have a freezer down in our basement. So that's great for that. And then it's typically just produce that I'll have to buy later on in the week because we're out of it. So Kiana, what are some of the staples that you guys always get on a weekly basis? What do you always have in your fridge or pantry? So it's funny because we talked about this a little bit in our last episode and the episode before with having been summer, but for us, it changes seasonally. And with the kids not being in school, we need a lot more grab and go items for summertime. So I like to have like, I like to have fruits on hand for the kids because I hate that they just snack all day. And they kind of got into this thing where they were grabbing Cheez-Its and goldfish and Ritz crackers. And I'm like, okay, you guys are all eating just crackers and pretzels and like nothing that is really good or fueling for your body. So I kind of stopped buying those types of items, which is why I'm shopping twice a week, because I'll buy them on Friday when we have guests coming over like tortilla chips and dip. But for the most part, I want the kids snacking on, you know, fruits and veggies. So I, on typically Monday or Tuesday, what I'll do is, and I actually more recently since we've moved into this house, because our old house wasn't available, but I've been doing Instacart and it is pricey. I want to say it's probably 30, 30 bucks more per shopping trip. Um, but Mm -hmm. it is so convenient. And because you make a list, you're not buying things that you don't need because you have to Mm -hmm. shop previously. So there's no willy nilly. Oh, I want to bag Oreos. You can't do that because you're placing the order. So it's very deliberate. And I enjoy that. I do have to say, sometimes I haven't narrowed down. Um, and if Jamie listens to this, she'll know I haven't, um, narrowed down like the meats. So I don't always know how much meat I need to feed everyone. And last week I did an Instacart for a pickup for, for a delivery on Friday morning and they came and they didn't bring as much meat as what I was hoping. And I was like, this is not what I was thinking it was at all. So trying to figure that out is funny, but, um, yeah, we, for staples, we definitely do bananas, strawberries, apples. I like to have fruits on stock and vegetables on stock. And then I typically do, I, I, I don't do pork often. So mostly I do one of the big packs of chicken and steak, and then we do some type of seafood. But yeah, what do you have for your staples? So are you buying meats every week then usually, or, or do you have meats in your freezer? I have, because I buy the big packs of chicken, mostly we're eating chicken, but um, like ground chicken, chicken breasts. So I do have a stockpile of those in, in our fridge, but we don't really do 
red meats all that often. So like when we have, no, neither do we. Yeah, we don't. We don't either. I mean, we do steak and that's probably like once a week we'll do steak, but for the most part, we're doing ground Turkey. We're doing chicken. Um, we're doing seafood or homemade pizza, you know, white types of fish, tuna steaks is our favorite. And even Jack, who's a very picky eater enjoys tuna steaks. So that's, those are our main wow. staples. <laughs> Yeah. So for us, so for meats, um, we also love chicken breasts. It's definitely a staple. We do ground turkey a lot. Uh, I'll do ground chicken too. I don't really care too much, but I do prefer the ground chicken breast or the ground turkey breast. It's definitely a lot leaner and it actually looks different in color too. Like it's more of a white color, mm-hmm. which I'll, I'll do the less lean <clears throat> ground turkey and chicken, but sometimes I get a little picky and the grayish color will gross me out. Um, for veggies, we love doing cucumbers. I love the the mini ones and mm-hmm. the English cucumbers. I'm not really a fan of the garden cucumbers, the ones with the big seeds. I just feel like oftentimes if they're not fresh from a garden and they're from the produce section, they almost have that like waxy feel to them. Same. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. We love bell peppers, but I love colored bell peppers. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the green ones. They're just, they're not as sweet. Mm-hmm. Aldi actually sells these bell peppers that are called Aloha bell peppers. And they're almost like a tie dye red and orange color. They're, they're super good. And I just love the way that they look. Mm. We, we love sauerkraut. So anything pickled is delicious. I love cabbage. I always have pickles and onions and tomatoes, portobello mushrooms. Um, we don't have much canned food, but canned crushed tomatoes are definitely a staple in our pantry because we make homemade pizza several times a week. Mm-hmm. Fruits, pretty much everything you can think of. I try to buy a lot of frozen berries like blueberries and raspberries because I find that those spoil so quickly Mm -hmm. when you buy them fresh Mm -hmm. and they're expensive especially if they're not in season and there's nothing more frustrating than buying like a pint of blueberries and then three days later the whole bottom is mushy and moldy and you're like oh my gosh so I love to buy frozen berries and fruits because they're picked at peak ripeness. They're frozen instantly. And then you always have fresh berries to go to. For dairy, we do whole milk. We don't do almond milk or oat milk or anything like that. Jeffrey's actually just now starting to drink some whole milk. I'm doing like a, a half breast milk, half whole milk. And we had an incident the other day. He had an upset tummy, but I'm not sure if that was from the whole milk or ice cream, but let's just say there was a poop explosion. It was wild. We do lots of yogurt for me and for the baby, cheese, all of the cheese, Parmesan cheese, cheddar cheese, mozzarella, you name it. It's probably in our fridge. And for snacks and treats and things like that, we love the Yasso bars, which are the frozen Greek yogurt bars. So absolutely. They actually, because of you they are, they are now a staple in my house and each family member has <laughs> oh, a oh, yeah. flavor. So every time, every Every week I do an Instacart and every week, like they are, they're always out of one, oh, yeah. one of them. And one of the three people out in my yeah. house that eat them because oh, really? I don't, but yeah, they're upset. Yeah. But Nick has his favorite flavor. Grace has her favorite flavor and oh, yeah. Jack has his favorite flavor and they each know yeah. the color oh, yeah. of their favorite flavor. It's, it's great. Hilarious. So <laughs> sea salt caramel is my favorite flavor. They are so good. And I like to buy my Yasso mm-hmm. bars from either BJ's or Costco because it's a bigger box. And you know, if you buy them from the regular grocery store, it's usually a four pack and it's about $5 for, mm-hmm. for a port, four pack, which is a little pricey. So when you get them from BJ's or Costco, it's around $10. And I think you get 12 in a box. Maybe that's the same price. I don't know. Don't ask me. Uh, but BJ's stopped carrying the sea salt caramel Yasso bars just randomly. It so was absolutely devastating. devastating. My friend devastating. Sam actually 
she always says like because one time I she was running into BJ's and she's like you want me to pick you up anything I'm like oh yeah the sea salt caramel yasso bars so she got me them and my BJ's closest to me didn't have them so the BJ's she shops at she's like oh I'll check she's like no they didn't have them but she still says every time she goes into BJ's she always checks that aisle to see if they have the sea salt caramel flavor but they never do so typically that's a good so sweet of her thinking of you every time she goes shopping yeah so typically I'll stock up on those from I find Walmart has like a decent variety of Yasso bar flavors and the price is so I feel like this kind of goes into my next question so you you had mentioned Costco a little bit you had so you do bulk shopping which you live out in an area where you have all of those you have those bigger what are they called there's like a like a like Sam's Club and Costco and BJ's I forget what they're called but those types of stores where you can stock up on yeah, yeah I guess so yeah we could call them clubs um now living where I live the closest one is probably 30 or 40 minutes away it's probably Winton and Worcester would be the closest one for me and you have to pay memberships mm-hmm. but do you feel like it's worth it shopping at those big ticket items and what are you getting at those stores um from those big you know bigger department stores or whatever not department stores but grocery stores so oh, that's a good question and you might think it's a little some people listening might be like wait do you have a BJ's and a Costco membership like that seems unnecessary because Mm. you are paying I don't know it's maybe around a hundred maybe a little bit more than a hundred dollars per year for your membership but there Mm -hmm. are perks to being a member there so we have store credit cards for each of the stores and you get points basically for Mm -hmm. buying not only at the club store but using your credit card elsewhere and so for for BJ's for example you rack up rewards and then every so often when you're checking out it'll be like you have a ten dollar reward do you want to use it and then you say like yes and you get ten dollars off your order or you can save them up and you get 20 30 however you want to do it you also get a lot of points for so the club stores have their own gas stations and that's the only place that i buy gas is either from costco or bj's because it's significantly cheaper i'd say between five to ten cents less per gallon so i find Mm -hmm. that having those memberships is worth it the thing is though, so they do have sales, both Costco and BJ's. Costco is nice because they're automatically applied. So you don't have to clip coupons or anything like that. BJ's has paper coupons and they also have an app that you can clip digital coupons. So when you clip them digitally, it's automatically applied to your account. So you don't have to worry about bringing in your coupons, which is really nice. So they do have sales, but it's not like your, your local stores. So the local groceries, I grocery stores, I think tend to have better sales on things like meat and maybe produce. Mm-hmm. So it, it really all depends. Well, probably because they're trying to move quantities, right? So like a place like BJ's or whatever, you buy a pack of, it's probably like 20 or $30 for a pack of meat. Whereas a place like Stop and Shop, you're buying, you know, 10 or $15 worth of meat and they just have smaller quantities that they're trying to move out faster, which probably go back. Yeah, faster. probably. So so while we're on the topic of stores, what are your favorite places to shop for groceries? So Instacart only does, I think, um, price chopper and I know they do stop and shop too, but I have to say, um, I prefer stop and shops meats over price shoppers. So when it comes to buying like meats, I tend to go to stop and shop because their seafood and their meat quality and the types of meats that they have just fit better in line with what our family wants and, and needs. And also cheeses and fruits and veggies are, I feel fresher from stuff, which is funny because I had, a, I have friends who worked at stop and shop 
And they used to be like, make sure you're checking the dates on like the yogurts and all of that stuff because things expire. And if the store employees don't know, they won't take them out of out of um, the front of what you, the display case or whatever it's called. That's really interesting. Yeah. They used to have to have jobs where they had to go through the food and check the expiration date. Because I, I yeah, because because I was gonna say I worked at Trader Joe's for a little while and <laughs> Trader Joe's is an exceptional grocery store. They do things actually I've never worked at another grocery store, so I can't speak for certain, but Trader Joe's takes a lot of pride in the quality and the way that their store looks. I feel like their employees truly love their job. Like that was Mm -hmm. kind of a prerequisite when I did my interview, when I was working at Trader Joe's, like if you didn't want to work there and you just needed money, that wasn't a job for you. You needed to be passionate about working at Trader Joe's. I'm not even kidding. So people like, and that was one of the things that we would do every single morning or even at night too. But it, so I think it was actually, it was both shifts. So the night shift mm-hmm. ending would check dates and things like that and pull stuff. It was going to expire the next day. It needed to be pulled. And then in the morning before the shop, the store opened, same thing. People would check dates because right, that's just unacceptable. You know, people shouldn't be buying food that's going to expire that day. Well, and also in our rural area, living like in the quiet corner, there's not, I mean, there's just not as many people. So the, the stuff that they're supplying, I, it makes sense, you know, like there's not many, especially when there was a pandemic getting to the store, it was just wild, but yeah. So I prefer the meats and fruits from stop and shop. Just make sure you're checking the dates on all of that. And I, but then I, I do like all these, I think all these does have good quality things. They just I don't love all have- too. The problem with all these though, is, um, if you have specific things that you want, like brands mm-hmm. and types, mm-hmm. all these is not for you, but right. they do have a really good variety of meats and yep. fruits and veggies. And there's always something to be had. So typically every other week I'll do an all these shop and then I'll do a stop and shop shop and, and I'll just alternate. So that way, if there is brand specific things that I need, I can pick up from stop and shop and it won't be a big deal. So a couple of things that you said, I found interesting. So you had said that Instacart only does like a few stores for you which is Mm -hmm. not the case where I live. So where I live, Instacart, literally, I think every store in the vicinity of the greater Hartford region is is literally available through Instacart. So that's probably- Are are you sure? Because Stop and Shop is is, um, married with a, they have a program called Peapod and that's like their delivery service system. You don't have Peapod in your area? Are you sure it's Instacart? We do have Peapod. Well, I don't actually stop at Stop and Shop like ever. So- Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not, but I, I, I mean, know it would be nice for us to get like Trader Joe's in this area. I would love to have a Trader Joe's in this area. I know that's so terrible that you don't. All right. I'm not going to check it right now, but I'm not sure, but I do know that there, I wouldn't, I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if Instacart has more options in my area mm-hmm. compared to your area, just because of population and even just number of stores and whatnot. Yeah. De- well, and Walmart too. Walmart does Walmart pickup. So, and the closest Walmart to me is Putnam and they don't do Walmart pickup. So that's kind of a pain in the butt, but I, for all of the dry goods and the, like the cereals or the flour and the sugar, that kind of stuff I get from Walmart because there is just, it's just, there's no comparison in cost. I mean, even all these, you're still paying a little bit more than what Walmart has for the, those staple items that, you know, mm-hmm. Walmart has in stock almost always and things like dog food. And so I would say I typically do, you know, Walmart once a week and I do stop and shop or all these once a week as well. And I kind of alternate and that's when I do my two shopping, that's what I do. What do you do for stores? So I shop at probably mostly BJ's and all these, and then Trader Joe's and Costco. I don't know why, but Costco just hasn't been hitting my spot lately. Like that sounds weird and wrong. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, wow. Sorry, guys. Costco hasn't been doing it for me. Yep. <laughs> um, but BJ's, I definitely, I guess, prefer. So the, the plaza that my BJ's is in is right next to Aldi. So that's very convenient because I can just run into one and the other. BJ's also- oh, wait. You're going into several, so when you, you say you're going shopping twice a week, are you going to two different stores twice a week? Or are you going to several stores twice a week? It all depends. It really typically. all depends. What do you, what do you have most, most of the it, time? Typically I'm usually going to BJ's and Aldi's every week. Mm-hmm. Costco and Trader Joe's is maybe every other week or maybe even less than that, maybe once a month. Cause I'll tend mm-hmm. to the stuff that I buy from Costco and Trader Joe's specifically, I like to stock up on. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk a little bit about that, like my favorites from there. Um, but all these and BJ's, those carry my staple items that I buy on like a weekly basis. BJ's has BJ's pickup, which is really nice. So you mm-hmm. can do like the curbside, you can, it's through their website, but I've found that they don't always offer everything on the curbside online that they do yeah. have in store, in store, which is really weird. Like one of the things that I, that's a staple in our diet is the Jones turkey sausage love Mm -hmm. them eat them like every single day baby loves them too and they're not available online but they are in store maybe you think well maybe it's because it's like a frozen item but no I buy other frozen stuff all the time so I don't know strange but yeah so definitely BJ's Aldi Trader Joe's and Costco yeah yeah so you don't go to Walmart for anything I uh, Walmart is one of my least favorite places to go same, definitely same, but you just can't beat the prices. I mean, I'm, and the prices for the quality, the kind of stuff that you're getting, like I, my organic sugar cane, whatever I ran out of it. And I went to um, stop and shop and they didn't have, like, I didn't like any of the options, which is weird because stop and shop always has like the, you know, the health food. And I didn't like any of them. And I had to go back to Walmart and for like, it was less than $3 for a giant gallon container of like raw unfiltered sugar. And it was, organic. I don't know. I, I truly find that the prices are pretty comparable mm-hmm. and, it, and it, the, th- the nice thing about Costco and BJ's too is you're buying it in bulk so the unit price may actually be on par with Walmart honestly if I'm being completely honest the only thing that I like to go to Walmart for is my Yasso bars because they typically will have a decent selection mm-hmm. I do so I do like Walmart for like household goods so like shampoo conditioner razors deodorant so mm-hmm. cleaning supplies uh, sandwich baggies and th- things like that. I like Walmart for, but for groceries, it's rare. I, it's not that I don't buy stuff from Walmart. I do, but I just try to, well, I think it. also that kind of speaks to, um, the difference between your diet and the things that you're buying and the stuff that I'm buying. So like, for example, I buy cereal, the kids eat cereal. I buy granola bars and all like granola bars, cereal, um, you know, rice, Um, what else do I buy from Walmart? That's like a staple, just, you know, creamer and all of those types of things I get from Walmart and there it's significant like breads and all of those. It's just, it's so much cheaper. I used to only ever shop at Walmart, which I know may sound gross, but especially when they were doing Walmart pickup, that was a lifesaver for me living an hour, you know, 30 minutes one way from the grocery store. So it was an hour back and forth. So I would do a grocery pickup and drive all the way to Brooklyn and, that was such, I was spending $170 a week. And that was like, and I, all the meats that I got from them too, when I was shopping through them were like good quality. Honestly, I've had worse quality from price shopper than I have from Walmart. Well, so the thing about places like Walmart is like, they don't actually have a butcher department. And I know this from working at Trader Joe's, 
So mm-hmm. all of the meat that's at Walmart, it just comes in a box and the employees literally stock the shelf. So if we're being completely honest, there's actually probably not too many stores around that actually still have a butcher department. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Price Shopper and Stop and Shop do some of them. Right. I think that's of, why I like Stop and Shop's meats and a lot better. of a lot of stores truck the meat in. And and if you go back to like the source or supply of where these meats are coming from, there's probably not that many distributors countrywide, mm-hmm. really, that this meat is coming from. So you're not gonna get a lot of difference in quality or like chicken breast is chicken breast to me. Right. I used to be really picky and for a couple of years ago, there was this viral video and locally that somebody had bought, I think bagels from Aldi and they had like maggots or something in them. And I was like, Jeff and I had watched that and we we're like, oh my gosh, that's disgusting. Like I'll never buy anything from Aldi. And I kid you not, I would, I would go to Aldi to buy certain things and mm-hmm. I bring it home and Jeff would be like, I'm not eating that. It's from Aldi's. And I'm like, stop it. Like you're being ridiculous. And I would feel that way too. And so I would buy like dry goods and other things from, from Aldi, but I wouldn't buy meat. I was right. like, I don't know why, but I'm not going to buy all the meat. And then I started buying meat from Aldi and I'm like, it's the same thing. It's fine. Right. <laughs> so, so, oh, one thing too, about Aldi that you had mentioned earlier, you said, if you like specific brands and Aldi might not be for you because they're not always going to have that specific brand, but that's not to say that they don't have name brand stuff. So mm-hmm. they often will have brands like Coca-Cola and yeah, like they'll have Cheerios occasionally, um, but but th- that's the thing that you just can't depend on them. And with Jack having autism and needing specific, he is so ridiculous. If the granola bar that he likes, they, they had like a special wrapper on it and he refused to eat it. He's like, no, that's a girl <laughs> bar. And I'm like, it's not a girl bar. It's just a girl on the bar. It's the same granola bar. And he's like, nope, I'm not eating it. It's not for me. I'm like, Jack, I even went as far as like opening it up before he'd see it. And then he'd like grab my hand and look at the ball. Like he just, he was like, ref- so when you have specific things like that, and you know, there are like my mom, for example, she enjoys coffee mate. It had to be coffee mate. She couldn't waver from coffee mate that, that kind of stuff you can't get from all these because you just can't guarantee that they're going to have it. And you're going to end up having to go to two stores anyways. So all these is a good filler store. I would say. Yeah. I, I like Aldi. I'm team Aldi for sure. Yeah. So that brings us to our next question. How much do, if you don't mind answering, how much do you spend per week or per month on your groceries? So I do it per week and roughly I would say this isn't including like dog food, which is like 40 bucks, um, you know, or like paper goods, like toilet paper and paper towels. But on food alone, on those two shopping trips, I'm probably spending somewhere between two to $300 a week, which is a lot. Um, but it was, it was, it used to be less, but now that the kids are getting older and especially with summertime, I feel like two to $300 a week is, is roughly what we're spending, which again, I know that that's a high number. And I think that what I like to get it down. Yes. But I think it all comes down to convenience and me enjoying doing grocery pickup and, or having delivery and having that be, you know, not me, not having to walk through the store and pick things just it's, it's worth the 30 bucks a week for me. Yeah, no, no worries. So I don't think that's actually that crazy. So that would be per month. That would be around, if you stick to around $200, that'd be 800 and 300. That would be what? 1200. Mm-hmm. So I, I broke mine down per month. Cause we do, we track our budget like crazy. So most months, our budget is typically sit around five fifty a month. Now, do we stick to that every month? No, there are sometimes we have outlier months where we spend nearly a thousand dollars, 
on food. And I'm just like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, what did we do? How did we do this? So we've really tried to dial that in the last couple of years because a couple of years ago, we were routinely spending around $1,200 a month on groceries for two people, which is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Now, I know a lot of my friends who are powerlifters like me, that's just what they spend on food. But you have to remember too that like as a powerlifter, you're probably consuming a lot more food than the average person. And also it depends on Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you're buying things like grass-fed organic beef compared to just like your not Mm -hmm. organic beef, you're adding on a lot of money to your groceries. So I probably spend around 150 to 125 a week on groceries for Jeff and I and the baby, which if you break your costs down, like per family member and per person, per person, we're really not mm-hmm. that far different on how we're spending money. What about, no, but you know, what's funny though. Um, we should talk about like how we feel when we go to each oh other's houses and open the fridge or like oh open the pantry. Well, it's probably, <laughs> so, okay. So when okay, I go so to Kiana's go house, it's great. Cause it's almost like I get to go shopping because uh I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some shade so Kiana likes to just throw food out when it's perfectly good all right maybe maybe not that's not true but okay a few months ago I was over her house and she had just come back from grocery shopping and she didn't have room in her pantry for so she had like she has like the refillable containers for cereal and things like that so she bought new cereal and there was still cereal left and she's like well I'm just gonna throw this out because I need to fill it back up and I was like the heck you are going to throw that out. Uh, uh-uh, I'll take that. So I was literally like, as she was going to toss stuff in the trash, I was like, Nope, I'll take that. I'll take that. She had bananas that were like a little Brown. And she's like, I'm not going to eat these. I'm just going to throw them out. I was like, no, you're not going to throw them out. I'll take those. So when I go to Kiana's house, there's usually something that I can eat. Oftentimes, like I'll be like, huh, oh, you only have like sugar filled yogurt, uh, but that's usually not the case. I'll, I'll usually eat something that she has. She may not have Truvia or something like that, but she's typically got whole milk and things that I'll consume. But yeah, I'm sure that the, the narrative is a lot different when she and especially her kids come over and not even, not even just you guys, like <laughs> Jeff's family too. Like my sister-in-law and my brothers-in-law, like they'll come over and they're like, what the heck do you guys eat? You have no food. So tell me. Yeah, literally you open, like you open Tyler's fridge and there's like, it's, you know how, when you open a fridge and then you have stuff in the fridge, like, like you got to move stuff to see around things. That's not Tyler's case. Like literally like each shelf has like one or two items and they're all the same. So she's got cut up peppers. She's got like pre-made chicken patty, something, whatever. And then like, she's got onions and like three cucumbers and that's it. Like hardly any condiments. She has hot sauce and that's like it. So it's like, the, my, well, go over and my kids will be like, what do you have that I can snack on? And she's like, um, I have fat free popcorn. And my kid's like, ew, I'm not eating that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like empty. And I say the same thing. Like, and Tyler's like, what do you mean? It's empty. Like I just went grocery shopping. I'm like, Ty, you literally have nothing. She has like just milk in her fridge. I'm like, you have no other drinks. Like I only drink water anyways, but yeah, it's just, it's yeah. I I feel like when I go to your house, there's just no food at all. And I I do want to say like the problem with my family is that we have each one of our, each one of our family members, like we, they don't, we don't eat the same. And I have a 10 year old girl who's picky. I have a five-year-old boy who's picky and my husband that's who does so not eat leftovers. And that's like a big problem. Yeah. So usually on Friday nights, I do try to like 
used up the things that I didn't use throughout the week with, with my, um, you know, when I entertain people just because my husband won't eat left, but Tyla will come over and eat like my three day old leftover. She's like, dad is perfectly fine. Like I'll have like hamburgers we made on Monday night on a Friday. And she's like, I'm going to eat them. She, I think you did. I, think I don't know. That that you're taking it. You took like four, four day old it, but definitely like I've come over and you'll have them, you'll, you'll have made food like last night or two nights ago. And I'm like, yeah, I'll eat that. Like, it's perfectly good. It's fine. Jeez. I do Jeff have to say really though, sometimes I, me. or before really rubbed off on me. I sound, I sound like my husband. Yeah. Big <laughs> oh time. Gosh. Um, but I do have to say like, I, I, I would take leftovers and like drive them. I, I have done this, like I've driven them to my brother. Um, who's he's my younger brother and you know, he has a girlfriend now who cooks for him, but that wasn't always the case. So I would literally drive my leftovers to his work to him. So that way they didn't go to waste because I do feel like, don't get me wrong. I do feel guilty about wasting food, but it's just one of those things that's kind of, I don't, I don't want to say inevitable, but like, it just, it happens and you can't get to it all. And if it goes bad, I, I do pick around like with the raspberries, I'll pick around the ones that are moldy and make best with what I have, but mm-hmm. can you hear? Two I'm so bad? Yeah, I, I actually, and you're the one that told me to do that. And I started doing that because I like my daily food is like a shake and then something small, like a salad or something, and then dinner. And that's it. Like lots of snack foods, I guess is what we do. That's wild. I eat like six times a day. So what are some things that you do to try and cut down on your grocery spending, if anything, or do you kind of just, it is what it is? Well, and and again, we're kind of going back to the fact that like right now we're in summer right now, the kids are home all day. I'm home all day. And I have to kind of have this like never ending roll of snacks for them to grab if they're hungry, because I'd rather have too much food than not enough for them to eat because I just would rather them have anything that they can get that's healthy to get into their bodies. But I would say, I think I need to be more mindful. I I need to be more mindful and I need to make lists. And like, I used to make out literally Monday through Friday, like this is what we're having for dinner. And that definitely helped on cutting back costs and using up um, the stuff that I had in the fridge and not rebuying things that I didn't already have. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about, what about you? What, what would you like to do? So I had mentioned earlier how stores often stores will have like their own credit cards. So as I was saying before, the BJ's card has the rewards that you can rack up. Costco will write you a check at the end of the year. So that's usually for a few hundred dollars. And I'm not sure if other families do this, but we take that check and we use it to buy our new membership. And I can't remember exactly what their deal is, but basically if you don't get enough rewards, like for the cost of your membership, they'll give you the membership for free or something like that. So one thing that my husband really likes to do, but I don't like to do is he likes to check circulars, you know, the weekly sales that come out for all the different grocery stores and he'll spend the time to circle different things and be like, oh, this is on sale here and this is on sale there. But I personally will not run, run around to several different stores on one day to get all of my grocery shopping done to save a few dollars. It's just not worth it. So like I said before, Costco has coupons that are automatically applied. And BJ's has a digital coupon. So I'll usually check those and clip those and they're automatically applied when I check out. Another thing so before you do, had, so before you had um, those memberships, did you, did you clip coupons at places like, like Walmart and stop and shop and all those places? No, Jeff, Jeff would try with like circulars and whatnot. He'd try to clip coupons. But the thing that I find with coupons is it's not stuff that we buy on a regular basis. It's typically not for like fresh produce and meats and things like mm-hmm. that. It's usually for granola bars and pantry items and stuff that we don't buy regularly. Now that mm-hmm. I buy diapers, 
I do check my circulars that come in the mail because you'll frequently get like $2.50 off of Huggies. And oftentimes like BJ's will run like $4 off a box of Huggies. So boom, that's $6.50 off a box of Huggies, which is pretty good. So I'll try to clip coupons like that. But no, as far as like extreme couponing and I just, I don't have the time. I, I, I have to say I did, I, I did for a little while do that. I had like the bind, I was like the can't, like the extreme couponing, like TLC, whatever thing. I, remember, I had I remember. a binder and I would clip coupons and I would actually buy like inserts and I, I feel like it's a hobby. It, it's definitely a lot of work. Um, but I, I mean that types of things that I was buying with that stuff was like shampoos and conditioners and cleaning supplies and, um, even like razors and you would get a stockpile and it's just kind of, it just felt so like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't need seven razors. I don't need seven conditioners. It's nice to have a stockpile for sure. But mm -hmm. I feel like you have these specific things that you enjoy and, and want for your items, you know, whatever brand yeah. of conditioner you want to use. And it's just better to watch for a sale and buy like, you know, buy it when you need it. Give. Don't yeah. And I right. agree with that. Don't be too. obsessive. Cause I then you got to store it. Well, I think too, don't buy something just because it's on sale. Exactly. Like you said, if there's something that you need or want and it happens to go on sale, okay, great. Buy it. Maybe stock mm -hmm. off on it if you can, but that's my problem with coupons is sometimes coupons, like, would you have bought that item if there wasn't a coupon? No, probably not. Are you only buying it because it's on sale? Like, well, guess how much you'd save if you didn't buy it a hundred percent, you know, that's, that's just my motto. Right. I, I was literally just going to quote, I was, I, I literally, I saw a quote like that. And it was like, if you're buying stuff just because it's on sale, like you could save 100% on this item if exactly. you didn't buy it because you didn't need it. And it's I was true. like, that's so like, and then it hit me and I was like, yeah, I need to stop yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And, I mean, it's, I don't it's need 17 canteen like, That's what stores do. That's why you get those emails 20% mm -hmm. off. They're just trying to get you in the door because you're inevitably going to spend more money. But anyways, one other thing that we do right. in our family is we have finance dates or meetings they used to be like a legitimate date mm -hmm. before the pandemic, before a baby. We'd literally go out to a coffee sh coffee shop. We'd go over our budget for the month. We'd check in, see see how that much we magical. spend, how much can we spend, what are we saving? And it was nice. And then the pandemic hit and we stopped being able to leave. And then Jeff went crazy with the spreadsheets and took over. And I was just like, I can't even follow this anymore. And now they're kind of, I think, more of a meeting because it's not that fun. And I don't usually want to do it, but whatever, it's, it's fine. So we do that mid-month and then at the end of the month. So it's nice to do the mid-month check-in. We actually just did it to kind of check in and be like, okay, how much money have we spent so far on groceries? Ooh, we spent quite a lot like in the last mm -hmm. few weeks. Maybe that means we're going to have to watch what we spend for the rest of the month. And then one other thing that mm -hmm. I've started doing or tried to start doing is shelf cooking. I've never heard of that. What is that? Never heard of it? No. So I'll give credit to Jordan Page and she has a website called shelfcooking.com. And basically what that is, is making meals with stuff that you already have in your fridge, freezer, or pantry. So it's like you were, and I think you actually do do this. You just don't realize what it's called because you were saying like on Fridays when you have guests come over, sometimes you'll try to use, maybe it's some veggies or something that you bought earlier in the week. You'll try to incorporate that into the meal that you're making for your guests. So that's exactly what it is. It's looking to see what you already have on hand and then, and then making a recipe from that instead of, because have you ever looked up a recipe that you wanted to make? Like a few weeks ago, I was like, I'm going to try to make my own chicken pad thai. Mm -hmm. And I had to go to like an Asian specific restaurant and I bought a big thing of fish sauce and I bought all of these noodles and all of these like one-off ingredients that mm -hmm. I needed for that one meal. And I made it and guess what? It came out terribly. And I was like, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it to the professionals. And if I want chicken pad thai, I'm just going to 
get it from this store. And now I'm stuck with like a giant bottle of fish sauce that I probably will never use again. It smells so bad. Oh my gosh. It's terrible. But, um, so shelf cooking is basically trying to avoid that. Cause like, even, I think I was telling you this morning when we were on the phone, like on a personal call, I had oatmeal that I had bought in bulk from Costco or BJ's. And it was probably literally like three years old. It'd been sitting in the pantry because we just Mm -hmm. stopped eating oatmeal for a while. So I really wanted to use that up. And I didn't realize that things like oatmeal go stale, but they do. It was disgusting. But I just added (laughs) some fruit and some maple syrup to it and choked it down. Shoved it down. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So yeah, so that's what shelf cooking is. I think a lot of people may do this, but they just don't know what it's called. But it's one way to kind of, to save some, save some money. Yeah. And I think that like, it might be something that you want to incorporate in your weekly planning schedule. So like, for example, tip of the hat to the Millers, um, Sammy's Miller's mom. Um, she used to like plan out, she's very organized and she used to plan out all of her meals. And like, I want to say like Thursday or Friday night, one of the nights or both of the nights she would make dinner all week. And then she like Tuesday or Wednesday, it would be like leftovers night. So you could have whatever that was left in the fridge and you could pick one of the three or four other options that she had made throughout the week. And like, that's what dinner was for that mm-hmm. night. And she used to shop, um, her husband was, I think he was in the Navy. Um, and she used to shop at a commissary once a month. So she used to have to plan out like everything, like day by day and, you know, quantities. And she had a, four kids. So that's, I can't even imagine having to feed four kids with grocery shopping, like once a month, at the commissary and, you know, here and there grocery shopping through stop and shop or what have you. But, um, yeah. It's, I couldn't even imagine. People, even people imagine do that. it. And that, and that's the thing too, is so I know for a lot of people who don't have like a Costco or BJ's in their backyard. So somebody mm-hmm. like who might live in like the quiet corner may make the trip out to Wyndham or to Worcester. Oh yeah, absolutely. I had, mom, BJ's, I had mom friends who do. Go, who go mm-hmm. once a month. And I'm just like, how do you do that? Like, and, or there are people I know who grocery shop once a week or once every, twi- twi- at once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think that would work for my family, but I do have to say like cutting down on the oh, I just need to run out to get one thing is really important because if you're running out to get one thing, you're inevitably going to see something else that you're like, oh, I want that. And then Mm -hmm. before you know it, you went out for one thing and you come back with 10. So that's why I like the Instacart because there's none of that. You may pay extra 20 or $30, but it's cheaper than buying a hundred dollars worth more of snacks or $50 worth more of snacks. Correct. Yeah. So, so when you do, my first question is, is do you plan out your meals for the week ahead of time? Kind of like what the Millers did or do you make dinner every night? Do you batch cook? Yeah. So, t- so typically, so typically I will, when I do my grocery shopping on a Monday, I will have a rough idea. Like what we're going to have steak with potatoes this night. We're going to have, you know, tuna with rice and, you know, whatever veggies this night. So I know in my head what, when I'm shopping and when I'm putting stuff in the grocery cart, what meals are going with what. And I don't necessarily, I used to before be like, okay, Monday, this, Tuesday, this. And usually when the kids are in school, that's how I plan it just because it's easier that way for me to have to pre-prep food and get everything ready. Um, and obviously if you don't want that that night, you could always swap it out, but I, that's how I cook. And it's funny because food in my house, like I don't, I don't like food. I don't, I know it sounds weird, but like food is not something that I enjoy doing. Which is we so interesting this. to me because like you have to cook dinner every night. So do you like cooking? Right. 
No, I hate it. I hate cooking. <laughs> I hate shopping. I hate food. I don't, I don't even really like eating to be, and my husband's like, oh my gosh, ridiculous. I'm, like, I'm so not crazy. I, it's like, it's, a, it's one of those like monotonous, it's like going pee. Like I don't enjoy it. I, it's like something I have to do to like sustain my body, but wow. it's not something that I wow. do. Like tell me fun. how you really feel. Okay. So that's so interesting because I don't like the, most of the time I don't like the chore of like cooking and cleaning up, but I love food. I love the end result. Mm-hmm. I love eating. I know. And it's funny how we I differ. I love sharing like how... a meal. I feel like sharing a meal with people that you love is like one of the best ways to like connect to somebody. And I know not everybody feels that way, but just whether I'm having a coffee with a friend or a meal, like there's nothing like just bonding over food. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It's just a great, great thing. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I do like entertaining. And when I, when I have, you know, a special couple over or something and I make a meal I feel good when it tastes good and they enjoy it but it's definitely not something that like I I hate the idea of cooking which is funny because me hating cooking I feel like every night when I cook dinner I have to make it good and like because I really don't want to do it so I have to do it and I have to make it so good that it's worth me doing it me cooking it and cleaning up after it and eating it but you loving so food so much how do you how do you I know you differ in that way so why don't you tell us how you cook so I love food, but I also have accepted the fact that food is fuel. Mm-hmm. And most of the time I'm not eating meals and I'm like, wow, you know, that was amazing. Or sometimes I, mm-hmm. it all depends, but I batch cook. So that means I pick two to three protein sources, two to three carb sources for the week. And I make a pretty large quantity of that said source that will get me through like the half of the week. And then I'll do the same thing. I'll cook another two to three sources of meat two to three sources of carbs. And that's what I have. So typically that'll be like chicken or burgers or taco meat. And then I'll have Mm -hmm. like sweet potato or rice or squash or zucchini and and things like that. And then I'll always have usually cucumbers and peppers. And I like, now that we have a grill, that's Mm life-changing. I'll always, I've been like grilling up veggies. I need to get some kebabs to do skewers. Mm Because I feel like I'd really like that. But like you said, when you open up my fridge, I have big Tupperware containers that are filled with meat, carbs, vegetables. And Mm -hmm. then, and that takes a lot. So in the fitness and nutrition world, that's very popular. Like all of my friends, that's how they cook. And I actually like that because it takes so much of the stress of meal planning out of the equation. There, mm-hmm. there is no, what am I going to have? It's like, well, I have this, it's already prepped. And don't get me wrong. If you like make chicken in the oven or something like that, and it's just nasty, I don't usually want to eat it. So if that's how you're going to cook, I highly recommend finding recipes that you actually enjoy because a lot of people have a hard time eating the same exact thing over and over again, like meal mm-hmm. after meal. And I get that. But if you make it taste good, maybe you'll be able to do it. Yeah. See, my husband would never go for that. I mean, I know I, I don't mind like, and again, it's food. So like, I really don't like eating. So I, I probably could eat the same thing over and over again because I don't enjoy it. So it's more of just the action of having to feed my body, but it's something that like no one else in my household would do. So I, that, that would never work for our family. That's so, that's so interesting. Cause that's our next question is, do you eat leftovers? <laughs> and like in your house, it's like, no, you don't eat leftovers. You're trying to get rid of your leftovers on whoever will take them. But like in our house, batch cooking is basically eating leftovers every single day because you cook on one day and then that's what you eat for a few days. So mm-hmm. and the only, the only meals that I make on a daily basis are usually breakfast. That's something that I'll make. But then there are days that I just don't feel like making breakfast. I made some soup earlier in the week. It was bomb. 
I literally had soup for breakfast yesterday. It was like 95 degrees outside and I had a hunt kind of hot sauce on it. I'm literally no shame in your game. No I was, shame. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. I was like sweating, but it was delicious. So I, I, and that's another thing too, is um, I feel like I've definitely ate breakfast in front of you. And it was like something that most people would traditionally eat for dinner. And you'd be like, why are you eating that for breakfast? And I'd be like, mm-hmm. it's food. Who cares? Yeah. You, you had like ground Turkey that was like spiced with taco seasoning. And you like came over my house one day and it was like literally eight o'clock in the morning. You're eating like, (laughs) you're eating like rice and ground Turkey that's spiced with taco seasoning with like peppers. And I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, it's just food. I need to feel my body. I'm like, okay, I guess so. Like (laughs) that's your way. You're insane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, Jeff does like to make dinner usually on a nightly basis. And usually Mm -hmm. the dinner that he makes is pizza. So made pizza. And, um, that is a staple in your hair. I have to say like, I'll, you, some, sometimes we, t- we talk every morning and I'll be like, so what are you doing for dinner? She's like, probably pizza. Jeff's going to cook it. it. Like, you know, and I'm like, but you had pizza like already twice a week. She's like, yeah, it's fine. We always eat pizza. I'm like, okay. So, and, and our pizza is like half homemade. We buy like, um, one of the frozen crust, crust. from mm-hmm. Trader Joe's. It's like organic, whatever. I don't know. It's good. They used to actually have this other crust that was like a thin, whole grain I don't even know but they stopped selling it it's devastating anyways that's when we buy and then we just usually will spread crushed tomatoes on it and then put parmesan cheese sometimes we'll do mozzarella and then just load it with veggies and and meats and stuff like that it's really Mm -hmm. not that unhealthy I've frequently ate a whole pizza myself they're I wouldn't say they're single serve size but like I could definitely eat a whole one but typically Jeff and I will make one I remember I remember half you were putting the baby down to sleep and you were so hungry and you didn't like relay that to Jeff. So Jeff makes the dinner every night for time. Like he just, he's, he's oh the cook my in the gosh. House. And she was so, she was so excited because Jeff had put in a pizza and in her mind, she's like, oh, I'm going to have pizza when I get downstairs. And she went upstairs and put the baby to bed. And when she came downstairs, the pe- Jeff had ate all the pizza and she was, mm-hmm. I, she called me and she was like, I know I'm overreacting and I know it's just food, but I am so upset right now. He ate the whole thing. He didn't even ask me <laughs> if I wanted a slice. And you like pitched it. He ended up, I think he ended up making like a whole nother pizza. He did. Or he did you, like he a whole new pizza. yeah but I it was hilarious I can't remember like the what led up to that because I'm like did I had had I eaten something right before that I'm not sure because like, it's so that's so uncharacteristic of Jeff to do that to like make food and not offer me some because he usually is the one that's doing most of the cooking in our household but I do remember that and I was really upset don't mess with me and my food don't mess with me and my food that's all I'm gonna say no. So messing with you and your food, um, what, so, so you were, had mentioned you eat like sometimes dinner for breakfast. What, mm-hmm. like, what do your meals a day look like? Like, what does that look like for you and your family? So it all depends if it's a weekday or a weekend in the morning, yep. in the morning, if Jeff's working from home, we'll usually do breakfast together. That's typically either Kodiak pancakes or egg or Jeff's eggs that he overcooks for you. He always, I mean, I like to have my oaks, my oaks, <laughs> my yolks runny. It's not that hard. Jeff always <laughs> overcooks them. So if I have a lot of extra time, maybe I'll saute some onions and peppers up. I'll do like a scrambled egg and toast. Just really your traditional breakfast stuff is what we'll do. Then for lunch, that's typically something that I had batch cooked because I don't have a lot of time. So I'll just heat something up in the microwave and I've got a meal. And I'll usually do that like twice. I'll have like three, like two lunches essentially. Then I'll have mm-hmm. like an afternoon lunch or a third meal. That'll usually consist of like Greek yogurt, granola, some chocolate chips, some fruit, peanut butter, something like that. And then I'll, and that's usually maybe around later in the afternoon. 
then I'll usually eat after I put the baby down, which is around like seven o'clock. I'll have like my last meal and maybe a Yasso bar and something like that. So I typically eat between four and six times a day. Yeah. I can't which, even imagine that. Which I know you're probably like, what? That's crazy. But that's what I do. The baby right now, I'm still nursing him and still pumping. So he's been doing bottles, three bottles at daycare, some breast milk, some whole milk, and he'll eat three meals a day too, with like maybe some snacks throughout the day. So he also eats a lot of food. And then Jeff, I don't even know that man. <laughs> it depends on how he's feeling. Sometimes he's like really into his nutrition. And then other times he'll eat like an entire bag of granola at 8 PM. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> no, for us, we don't really do meals, especially now that the kids are home again. Like I, I'm not a, okay, let me go make lunch for you guys. It's more of a, they snack when they're hungry. And, you know, I allow like one or two snacks to be like crackers or pretzels. And then it's okay. Now you need to have a fruit. Now you need to have a yogurt. Now you need to have a vegetable. So the snacks are kind of varying throughout the day. Um, but and then we really have like our one big meal is dinner. And that's just kind of how we operate, especially being in the summer and it being hot. The last thing I want to do is turn on the stove and make food. Um, so we don't really do meals. We do, we mostly just do dinner and the rest is small little snacks. Like I'll, I'll make sandwiches and stuff for them. Like if Grace wants a peanut butter and jelly, but we mostly do just snacks. We're not really making big meals. And that'll be interesting to see too, over time, how it plays out. Like when Jeffrey's not in daycare and when he's less, when he becomes more picky, cause I know it's going to be inevitable. Like right now he's pretty much eating whatever I put in front of him, but I'm sure there will come a time where he's like, Nope, not going to eat that. I just want chicken nuggets. So, yeah. So we'll see. But what about, do you, have, do you have any like favorite foods or quick things that you like to buy? Like, I don't know, maybe that's like frozen or something that you can make in like a half hour and dinner is done. Yeah. So, um, I really like, um, I think you're actually the one that turned us on to them. So they're like chicken pot stickers. I don't remember the brand, but, um, oh, they're yeah. like chicken breast pot stickers. Those are like, we don't eat them a whole lot, but they're definitely one of our favorite, like frozen types of grab and go dinners. Um, just because they're easy, um, pizzas, we don't, we don't really do a whole lot of frozen food other than chicken nuggets and the fruits and vegetables. Um, because to me, we have an Instapot. So in the fall, that's a different story. It's easier to just toss something in Instapot and, or the crock pot and make dinner like a chili or something. But for the most part, we're, I mainly have like the meats because it, it takes even longer if it's frozen to unthaw things. And there's a lot of thought process that goes into it. Whereas if mm -hmm. you just have like steak and chicken in the fridge, you just leave it in the fridge and then you grab it as needed and it doesn't take any unthawing time. And I like to dice up chicken on the grill. The grill is a big part of our, you know, our summer spring routine for dinners for sure. What no, about maybe you? even maybe even in the winter you'll be growing stuff up. I just love the growth because you know mess. Yeah, big time for sure. So for us, like I was saying, we love those pizza crusts there from Trader Joe's, the Montelli brand. They're great. If you have a Trader Joe's near you, check them out. That's not sponsored or anything. I wish it was. You'd probably think <laughs> I've, I've talked so much about Trader Joe's in this episode, but no, I, I just love loves Trader Joe's. Yep. Who doesn't love Trader Joe's? Show me a person who doesn't love Trader Joe's. There are people out there like my dad. No. My dad hates Trader Joe's. He's like, this isn't a grocery store because Trader Joe's is all Trader Joe's brand. But yeah. they also have like this cauliflower gnocchi that was really popular a couple of years ago. Like anytime you'd go into Trader Joe's, it'd be sold mm -hmm. out. But yeah. we love that. So we'll usually buy like 10 bags of that. And then we'll make it with like marinara sauce and Parme Parmesan. And mm. we bake ours, which is not how the directions on the bag tell you to make it, but it gets a little bit crunchy because otherwise, mm -hmm. if you try to boil it or even pan do it, do it in the pan, it gets kind of like mushy, Soggy. more of yeah. like a traditional gnocchi. 
So I don't like that. We also love from Trader Joe's the mini chicken and cilantro wontons. I haven't tried the other ones that they have, but these ones are so, so good. Another thing Mm. that we love are the salad kits. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. We do salad kits too. Like a Caesar salad, grab and go. It's so easy. Ugh, I hate Caesar salad, but I typically, so I like all of them except for Caesar salad, I think. (sighs) Like there's like an avocado Southwest ranch one. There's, I tried in everything but the bagel one, but I didn't really like that one too much. There's one that has like a poppy seed dressing with cranberries and pepitas and mm, 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 mm. and then I usually will add more stuff into that, like a protein source chicken or whatever. And mm-hmm. you already know what we do for breakfast. So those are our favorite quick things. Mm. So what are things that you've done to save time when it comes to like grocery shopping? Like what are some things that you, that help you with, I mean, this is a process you don't necessarily hate like I do, but what are you doing to keep your time down on food and prep prep and grocery shopping and all of that. So we've kind of already talked on on all of these points already, but I'll just quickly Mm -hmm. go over them again. So one of them was investing in a grill, which is something that we did pretty recently since we've moved into our new house. Mm -hmm. And I think three episodes back, we had talked about when you were getting it. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, why did we wait so long to do this? Because it's, it's game changing. There's just so much less mess and the food always comes out delicious. So that's first and foremost. Like I said, I batch cook. And then oftentimes if I do make a huge quantity of meat and we're not going to be able to eat it in time before, you know, sometimes meat gets a little funky after the third or fourth day, I'll just Mm -hmm. freeze it. And then you pull it out of the freezer and boom, it's it's ready to go. It stays fresher longer. So that's another thing that we'll do. That's smart. Uh, Yeah, I like it. And then, like I was saying, uh, we'll do either grocery or curbside pickup, which has been really game changing. Every time I do it, I'm like, why don't I do this every time? And then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I can't get my Jones turkey sausage from BJ's. Darn you BJ's, but Instacart I've done here and there. Um, but they do charge like a delivery or service fee. And that always like mm-hmm. ticks me off. So I'm like, Ugh. well, and, and they like, I think that they add like the price of things isn't always yes. the same price in store it's not. as well. No, it's not. It's a little bit higher, but like you said, mm-hmm. it does if definitely you're somebody who has an issue with sticking to your list, when you go into the grocery store, shopping on Instacart can definitely mm-hmm. help you avoid or even the time. Purchases. Like if it might be worth your money, extra money for just the time of not having to go into a grocery store. Amen. That's really, that's all we do. What about, what about you, Kiana? What do you do to either save time when you cook or save time when you go grocery shopping? Well, the thing that's nice about Instacart is that it saves all of the regular items that you purchase. So for the most part, when I go and that's, part of the problem, but it's also nice to have that because it's just like, you always order this every week. You sure you don't want this or you'll need this because you always order this every week. And, um, so, so that does save some time having that preset list of, okay, these are the, my staples that I usually order. This is what I typically order. The problem with that is though, if I haven't eaten them that week yet, then I have doubles and then I have waste, which is bad. But I definitely think the most important part for everything is plan, 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 make lists, figure out what you want to do for dinners. I used to have an Excel spreadsheet where I would like put dinners together, like, and say like what the ingredients are on the right. And I would make, yeah. I would compile a list. And then, so then for the next week, I'd say, okay, what do we want to have this week? Let's pick from the list three or four items. And then we'll, you know, I'll pull in the stuff and then the other four, two or three nights that we're actually doing dinner, we'll just use frozen items or maybe takeout or pizza or something, but plan, yeah. plan, plan is what I would say. Hey, that, you know what they say about that? No. What? What do they say? <laughs> <laughs> You're just making stuff up now. 
Uh, fail, mm. fail, fail to plan, plan to fail. That's it. Okay. Jeez. You ever get stage fright? Oh my gosh. I just oh. felt like I was back in middle school having to recite Shakespeare <laughs> in front of and the like, class. I, I knew it. I'd memorized it. And then I had to say it in front of the class and I completely forgot it. That's just what happened there. Oh my or gosh. Ooh, that was, I got, Ooh. okay. Um, yes, I agree with you. Definitely planning is, is very important so, in all things. So is there anything that you'd like to do that you're not currently doing though? I mean, who doesn't want to save more money? I feel like that's True. a very common Same. thing is like, people always feel like your some of your biggest expenses are your housing, your cars and your food, right? Mm-hmm. Those, those are usually the three biggest things that most families are paying for. So of course, I'd love to save more money when it comes to my groceries. I love to. So one of the influencers that I follow, her name is Jordan Page. She's great. She says that you should only be spending a hundred dollars a month per family member on, on your groceries. Yeah. Kiana's raising her eyebrow. Like what? And I agree. I'm like, what? So that would be $300 a month for me, Jeffrey and Jeff. And I have friends in the personal finance community that do spend about that. Yeah. But are they also, I also want to know, no, they're not power. So that's the thing. They're not powerlifting. They're not like super into fitness. And also I want to know how much they're spending on like their eating out and takeout budgets, because we didn't really touch on that in this episode, but mm-hmm. our family doesn't do a lot of takeout. We don't eat out too often. And maybe that makes a big difference too, because right. you might only be spending $300 a month on your groceries, but how much are you spending on takeout? Right. That's just, a good point. Just some food for thought, but that's, that's really about it. I've, you know, and another thing you had said a minute ago too, is you've tried to do like an Excel spreadsheet and come up with recipes that your family loves and type out all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. We've done that. I actually have a spreadsheet that I've done that too. Mm-hmm. And Jeff, that's something Jeff always wants to do. He's like, I want to plan out what we're going to have for dinner each week. And I'm just like, sorry, I'm just not about that life. Well, and I think it's a happy balance, right? Like, so you're talking about how you're, you, you did rain in your budget and you have cut a lot of costs and you've gotten it down to a certain percentage, but there's a fine line between you know, what's, what's attainable as your family and what's sustainable and what feels good. And if reining that in even more means buying less quality food or less quantities that you enjoy, and now you're having to substitute other things because the cost you're trying to keep the cost low, it may not be worth it. And that's okay. Right. Like that's, it's all dependent on what, what works. And and that's why right now I acknowledge, yes, my budget for our groceries is high. Um, but I do acknowledge too, that like I'm hosting once a week, sometimes twice a week, uh, the kids are home. We're eating a lot of snacks and that's just a little bit of grace that I give myself and our family. I definitely. Oh, for them. sure. And if it's, you know, just like any other purchases that you make, if it's something that you value or you have that you enjoy, then who am I, or who are you to say that you should be spending your money? Right. On whatever. Certain, yeah, certain no, way. yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, and I so, think that that's important too, because what works for my family might not work for your family and what works for the next person. You know, if you can take something or anything from it, just do what works for your family. And like, if there's some good, good points that you like to like, give it a try and let us know how it works, but really just, you know, keep doing your best. And I think, like you said, we'd all like to save money on groceries for sure. A big thing for me is I'd like to be less wasteful. And I feel like when I do plan out the meals, we are a lot less wasteful because I'm not shopping double. I'm not getting double of things and, and or using things up. And we did recently invest in a secondary fridge and freezer. And that plays a big role in being able to save food as well. Oh, for sure. Well, I think we are nearing our natural end. Um, this was a really passionate topic for Tyla. And I know that we had a few listeners who had mentioned that they were so excited for the food episode for us. If you'd like to hear more about how we do foods or grocery shopping or lists and making dinners, 
we'd love to share it with you. Maybe we'll be able to share a couple of our favorite um, recipes on the website or something. We'll have to look into that. But what about your moment of grace, Ty? What do you think? I don't really know if this is my moment of grace or if there was any grace in this situation, but I needed some grace in this situation. <laughs> so last Sunday, oh my gosh, I gave the baby his first bout of milk. So he had two ounces of whole milk and three ounces of breast milk. I put it in his sippy cup. He chugged it. And I was like, oh, great. He doesn't have any issues with like the taste of milk. <laughs> so then it was, you know, he had just woken up from his afternoon nap. It was about two o'clock. We still had a lot of hours to go. And the weather was real funky. It like looked like it was going to rain. The forecast said it was going to rain, but it hadn't rained yet. And I was like, you know what? We're not staying in this house. Let's get out. So I took him to our downtown area and there's lots of little shops. There's this wonderful little ice cream place and we got ice cream and I gave Jeffrey more ice cream than I had ever given him before. Seemed to like it. Who doesn't like ice cream? And then we just, I wheeled him around in the stroller for probably like an hour. I ran into Whole Foods actually, and they had some roses on sale, bought some roses. They were really nice. Changed him because he had gone to the bathroom and it was a pretty big one. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe that ice cream went right through you. We get back to the car, put him <laughs> in the car seat. We get home. And I, I thought I smelled something when we like pulled into the driveway, but I was like, no, no. And, uh, I get the stroller out of the back. I'm just like moseying around. I open the back door, Kiana. Oh my goodness. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw the video that I took. It was horrifying. <laughs> there was poop every single I think, I think you even said, you're like, do I just throw the whole car seat away? Like what, how, is there any saving this? Is there any way to come back from this? So Jeffrey was like playing with it and he was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm so happy. Oh There's God. just poop all over my hands and my face <laughs> and I'm just, just playing with it. And it was a process because I, did you not smell it in the car? Jeff, I thought I did, but I wasn't sure. I don't know. I smelled <laughs> something, but it's like hot and like my car is disgusting and who knows what the smell could be. <laughs> so Jeff wasn't home. So I'm flying solo and I'm like, what do I do? Literally. So I, I like unclipped the car seat, pulled the whole thing out into the driveway, the diaper bags on the, uh, in the driveway, my purse is on the driveway. Somebody, if my neighbors looked out the window, they probably thought we got like robbed or kidnapped or something because I like peeled his clothes off of him, tried to wipe him down as best I could, ran him inside, gave him a quick bath, put him in a diaper. And then I had to put him in his playpen and leave him for 20, 30 minutes to go clean the car seat. It was just, it was a disaster. <laughs> Yeah. It was a, a poop show. If you know what I mean? Yeah. We're not, we're not an explicit show. So, um, yeah, it was, that was really hard. And then after I had gotten everything cleaned and we had a doctor's appointment the next morning at like 8am. So I had to get the car seat cleaned and put back together because how am I going to take him to the doctors without a car seat? Oh my gosh. It was, it was so awful. So I think my moment of grace is I came back inside and Jeffrey was screaming bloody murder crying. And I was crying at this point because I felt so bad for the little guy. So I literally like, I got naked at my front door because I'm covered in poop, washed my hands really quickly and then went and picked up my baby and crawled, crawled into his little area. I'm naked. He's just in a diaper. He's like hyperventilating, crying. I'm crying. I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. Like it was, I guess it'll be a moment that we'll laugh about in a couple of years, but it was a really hard <laughs> moment. It sounds me. it. <sighs> Yeah. So I don't know if there was any grace in that situation, but that's my, that's my story of the week. 
Well, there is because, um, you, you like you had to give like that, that you getting through it, even now, like your reflection on it is your moment of grace because you're able to like, look back on it and laugh a little bit about your, <sighs> what did you call it? Poop show, your poop show, no pun intended, yeah. but, um, yeah, it, it's definitely yeah. something that you'll look back on and there'll be a memory for sure. So what's the moral of that story? No more ice cream for the baby, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is going to be hard in your household. Cause you guys love ice cream. Yeah, well, maybe he can have some Greek yogurt or sherbet or something because <laughs> my goodness, that was wild. But what about you, Kiana? What was your moment of grace? Um, so I am a people pleaser and I have a hard time telling people how I, um, like if, if I really want something. So especially when it comes to gifts. So my mother-in-law and um, my, my husband's grandmother had wanted to get us a gift for our new house. And she, she was coming with ideas and I was like, you know, I, I'd really like, I, I've always wanted a weeping tree. Um, like since I was little, I always thought they were just so gorgeous. And I wanted a weeping willow type tree to like be in my yard. It's something that I've always wanted. And uh, my mother-in-law had gone to the, um, you know, the herbery place and she was like, oh, I found a dogwood tree. You know, they have a weeping tree, but it doesn't look as healthy as the other tree. And I, I kind of had to like give myself a little grace because I was like, I I could accept the dogwood tree, which I'm sure the dogwood tree is gorgeous, but something I've always, always wanted was a weeping tree. And I kind of said to myself, like, you know what, Kiana, it's okay. Like they're asking what they can get you for a gift. And if what you want is the weeping tree, you can say like, you know, no, thank you to the dogwood tree. And, you know, I really want a weeping tree. And so I had said that to her and she was like, Oh, no problem. Like in my head, I was like, I feel like a jerk for being like unappreciative of not wanting the dogwood tree. Right. Yeah. Um, You don't want to sound ungrateful. Right. Exactly. And I didn't, and that wasn't my intention at all. It's just in my mind, again, ever since I was a little girl, I always envisioned having a weeping will like weeping trees in my yard. Just, they're just so majestic. And so I had said that and she, and she took no offense to it. And she was, she was like, that's fine. I'll get you a gift card. You know, you can come pick it out. Um, she said, you know, no big deal. And I, I I'm sure I made it out a bigger deal than what she did, but in my mind, I felt like such a jerk. Um, but so then I went down to the store with a gift card and I was like, you know, I really want a weeping tree. And at the time they didn't, they didn't even have one. So that's probably why my mother-in-law wasn't able to find one. Um, but she, she, they said, we don't have any, you know, we usually get them at the beginning of the season. There's none in. And I was like, bummer. So I talked to the owner and the owner was like, well, I, I could make it, I could place an order. I usually don't this far in the season, but you know, since you have a gift card and you really are, have your heart set on this weeping tree, I'll place an order. And they said it would take about a week, but it was only like four days. And they had called me yesterday and they were like, Hey, by the way, we just got a shipment of those weeping trees. in. you know, if you want, come take a look. And I was like, I am on it because I didn't want to miss the, I, I didn't want first, I didn't want to miss my first pick. And, um, I went down there and they had like 10 weeping, I think they're weeping cherries and, oh, they're so gorgeous. It's, it's, it's not huge. It's little, but it'll give it cherry trees are so pretty in the springtime. I know I'm so excited. So I went down and I picked it up and as you can tell, I have like, I I think it's just a common cold. I have a runny nose, a little bit of a headache. Um, I'm feeling a lot better today than I was yesterday, but I wasn't really feeling that great, but I went down and I picked up my tree and I got my butt outside in the really hot day on an 85 degree day. And I dug a hole and I planted that tree and by golly, does she look beautiful out in the front yard there. You have to take a picture and send it to me. I will. I'll have to send you a picture of it, but that is my moment of grace that I, I stuck to my guns and I got what I wanted and boy, did it bring me so much joy. I'm happy for you. Well, thank you. Thanks again, guys. Episode 10, we are at the end of it and getting ready for, um, no, not episode 10, We episode nine. We're getting ready for episode 10. Sorry, I'm on my episodes list and I can see the next one since episode 10. I can't believe we made it to nine already though. That's, that's something else. Tell me about it. 
All right, guys. Sorry for all the barking in the background. You can blame Kiana's dogs for that one. It's what happens <laughs> when you had kidding. to push recording back. Kidding. I know. It's fine. It's fine. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.